0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. On this show, a very special guest, Danny Cavallo. Some time to sit down with me. We talked about life, we talked about training, we also talked about his new book. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it and hear what Danny has to say. Danny, Danny, what is up, oh man, thank you so much for being on here. How you doing?
1: I am quite well. It is absolutely a pleasure to be speaking to you. It's a very, 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 very extraordinarily exciting time. We just dropped the brand new book, Diamond Cut Abs, which unbelievably to me is in its third week at number one on Amazon for ab workout books, which is just completely mind blowing for me. And uh, we're just spreading the good word, teaching the calisthenics, teaching the training, making people strong out there. And fighting the good fight, my
0: man. Love it, man. Love it, and I love how, like, for the interview today, you redid the hair, just like you have in the in the Diamond Cut Abs book. I love it. Looking good, man. Looking good. So let's tell a little bit. Let's just have just have you tell us a little bit about. I know what you're all about. You know, I, I've been following <laughs> you for a while. You know, you and your brother, crazy guys. You tell a little bit about uh, listeners out there. Uh, what's the deal with Danny Cavadlo? What's going on with Danny? We're we're you know I know that you're. Uh, a little bit of your background, you know, mainly trainer, you got a really great homepage, by the way, and for those of you, we'll put the link up there, but dannythetrainer.com, all one thing on there, dannythetrainer.com. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, Danny. Well, just a little bit
1: about me, you know, I'm 40 years old. I've been practicing calisthenics and strength training since I was a kid, Um I came into a lot of different modalities of training, but it really wasn't until I became a dad when I was 31 that I became a fitness professional. And that's when, although being a fitness enthusiast for so many years, when I became a dad, that's when I said, you know what, this is something I really, I really want to make my livelihood out of. I really want this to be my main contribution in life. So that's really what happened with it. And then I've been fortunate enough in the last few years, too, with my brother Al though, just be traveling the world, teaching the progressive calisthenics, working with the bodyweight training, keeping it basic, keeping it simple, harmonious, honest, strong, true, all that good stuff you could say about bodyweight. So I've had a very, uh, I've been very blessed these last couple of years for sure.
0: Well, I got to tell you what. <clears throat> Something that draws me, you know, to you, not just the tattoos, but <laughs> is, you know, you're a family guy and I absolutely love that. And another thing you mentioned too, you're 40, so we're about the same age. And, and I'm not saying like we're old or anything like that, but it's so refreshing to see people like you just kicking ass out there and doing it, you know, when you're 40 and still continuing to go. You look great. You move well. It's really cool. Also that your dad... I think it's great you and Al traveling the world and teaching so many people about calisthenics. Uh, quickly, just a little bit, if you could tell us a, a little bit about what that entails. So what are you guys going to I know through Dragon Door you guys are doing that. But if you could just tell us a little bit about what happens in one of the PCC events.
1: I'd be happy to. Well, just to give you a little background, to give your listeners a little bit of background in case they're not familiar with it. Uh, PCC, or the Progressive Calisthenics Certification, is based on the writings of a guy named Paul Coach Wade. Now, Paul Wade wrote a book called Convict Conditioning. It's basically considered by many people to be the body weight Bible, the big six. Um, he since wrote Convict Conditioning, too. He wrote a book called CMS, mm. which my brother and I are on the That's cover good. of both of yep. those last two. Um, and he has a much-anticipated book coming out called Explosive Calisthenics, which is like the third in the comic cool. series. And I've seen the manuscript, and it's mind-blowingly fantastic. Cool. So the Progressive Calisthenics certification was put together by Dragondor with the teachings of Paul Wade. Now, Paul Wade, for those of you that don't know him, has chosen a life of anonymity. <laughs> I love For his reasons are. Does he exist? So that worked out great for Al and for me who get to instruct this certification. And let me just tell you, the manual from Paul Wade, it's over 600 pages, is by far the most comprehensive and detailed body weight manual I've ever seen in my life. And you get the three-day experience of working one-on-one with me and Al and many of other PCC instructors and team leaders. And it's really just, you know, above the instruction, really to me, the main Amazing thing about it is just the solidarity and the camaraderie. And you know, you spend three days with people who are really on the same page in terms of fitness and life, in terms of minimalism and practice. You know, you just leave with, with a great life experience. You know, I've had so many people who are at these workshops who are like, hey, man, I'm the only one in my gym and trying to do a muscle up on the crossover <laughs> machine. But they come to this thing and they meet 30 other people that are going through that same thing. The other cool thing about it is that we have so many different disciplines. Yeah. We have people weight training backgrounds, lifting backgrounds, kettlebell backgrounds, calisthenic backgrounds, breakdancing backgrounds, um, gymnastic backgrounds, powerlifting backgrounds, um, so many different backgrounds coming to this thing that are just really, just really passionate about the, the basic, basic, basic mechanics of movement. So it's always a mind-blowing experience every time we have one, for sure.
0: And it's so cool. I mean, you mentioned that this is what brings everyone together. And so breaking down barriers, you know, and not even just say, okay, it's got to be this way. It's got to be this way. It's just, let's get together and do this. And, and you guys have fun. I've seen all the pictures, you know, I haven't been to one yet, but I, I'm always checking all the photos and, and I know you, you know, you guys have fun. And so, you know, one of your, one of the people we work with Beth, uh, she's just a sweetheart, I love her to death, you know, and, and. And just the people that you have also helping you out are quality people. I love it. That community aspect of it. So, so wonderful. And I think so important. The positive attitude of it that you have. So, Thanks, I God, mean, man. you guys are just so busy. It just cracks me up because it's always like I'll talk to Al and, Al and I'll be like, hey, Al, what's going on? And he's like, oh, man, I wish we could talk, but I'm in Europe or somewhere like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and and I just actually missed you guys, right? Because you guys were just in Europe. Um, What was it? You got back when I actually think I, when I left. You guys were in, was it Sweden? We did
1: two workshops. We did a PCC workshop in Harlem, Holland at a place called Training Centrum Helena, which is owned by this dude, Martin Boss. He's like the main Croft Maga guy outside of Israel. He's a trip. And then... We uh, met up with a couple of calisthenics uh, bars unite. We met up with a couple of people over in Amsterdam, and then we headed to Gothenburg, Sweden, and we did another PCC event for there.
0: That's right. So you're not busy at all, which is you're saying, which is really cool, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. <laughs> right, time, man. And and the cool thing is, I mean, you do, and I like this in your in diamond cut abs, and you know, and you write a little bit about this too elsewhere. It's that lifestyle is you know taking care of your family, you know, big thing, you know, your beautiful wife and and your son. How old is he right now? My son is eight. He's eight. Okay, yeah. And so, it's just so cool because I love it that in your book, you know, you mention that too. It's that lifestyle. We're trying to create this lifestyle, and instead of making it about oh, I've you know. It's all about the workout. No, it's about yeah. doing stuff that you want to do in order to take care of your lifestyle. And, you know, that to me just resonates so well. Of course in GMB that's what we're about too. What is going on as far as you right now? And and I don't want to necessarily go into training aspects, but like mm-hmm. how do you approach the way that you do things as far as working out. And again, not programming or anything like that, but just kind of a, a broad overview of of a way that you think that might help other people with their training. And like to give an example for me, instead of always just thinking about sets and reps, I like to think about what you're doing right now enjoying What you're doing, figuring out how you can explore with the movement and not just get so focused on the numbers that you lose track of why you're doing something. But I, I, you know, that's just an example of me. Well, that's a
1: really good starting point right there, is just focusing on the moment, you know. We really have a tendency as a culture to be very, very, very goal-oriented and not very process-oriented. I know you're talking to me from Japan, and that's a very, very different style of thought where you might tend to be more focused on the process much of the time in that more Eastern style of thought. But, you know, over here, we're just goal, goal, goal. We do this many reps. We lose that many pounds. We have this many calories. We drop this much weight in this much time. Office weight loss competitions at the water cooler. We're Biggest Loser on the television. You know, we're all these things. We're instant gratification. So, I mean, I'm definitely with you in terms of just approaching uh, uh, approaching the journey uh, as the destination. You know, here we are. I'm doing this rep. I'm going to focus on doing the very best rep I can do. And that's something I talk about in the book too. You know, just the fundamentals of abdominal strength training, but it's really the fundamentals of strength training in general. It And, and it's the fundamentals of life. Yes. It's present in yes. what you're doing. You know, there's so many times in this world that people are doing an activity, whether it's their workout or whether it's their job or whether it's a conversation and they're just kind of phoning it in and they're yep. kind of doing a half-assed job. And, In reality, I think the secret to success is just paying attention to those details. Okay, if I was a, a personal trainer or a guy working out or a chef or a, or a grocery bagger, I would be paying attention to putting those groceries in the bag in a really efficient and effective way and doing the best I can in that moment. And I think that that comes down to working out, but it comes down to everything, man. I mean, you know, we, we go into these gyms. We, we we did a PCC event just this last weekend in Milwaukee. We did it at the place called Drench Fitness. This was a great gym. Not one place in the gym was there a clock or a monitor or a TV. It was just bars. There was just space. There was just some boxes. And it was just so amazing. And it's it's just it's messed up in a way that, that that should be. Um, the exception rather than the norm that you walk into a fitness facility and there 's no televisions and no monitors and no screens, but that's that 's the world in which we live you know, so I think i 'm with you man, getting away from the distractions and being present inside every step of the way is definitely where it 's at
0: yeah uh, that 's just i mean I uh good stuff you just said right there and and The cool thing, too, is in Diamond Cut Abs, in your book, too, it's not just about the working out and not just about the life, but also you're talking about nutrition and having people really think about what they're putting in their mouth instead of just uh-huh. saying, oh, well, this is a protein powder, so it's got to be yep. good for me, right? here's
1: the thing, you know, with that book, it's like this was just the abs book I always wanted to write. I'm 40 years old, like we talked about, and there was so much information, over-information, misinformation in the 90s and in the 80s coming up about have this many calories and this much fats and all this stuff. It got me in this crazy mode of of, uh, just over-compartmentalizing everything, thinking about uh, the the components rather than the foods itself. It just became about math and and science and conversation. Combination and it wasn't reality. It was only after I was in my 30s when I started reading guys like Mark Sisson, when yeah. I started reading guys like Michael Pollan, that I was like, let me put this stuff away, and let me just eat good, clean food. And that's when not only did I enjoy every single meal I ever ate more, but I looked better with my shirt off too. <laughs> so it was like this is the kind of book I wish was around when I was you know, 18 years old because there's just so much, and let's face it, and this is something I talk about in the book too, I mean, abs, to talk about abs in general, it's kind of a vanity muscle. You know, it's something that we look at in the, the movie posters or Brad Pitt in yeah. Fight Clubs or the MTV videos and that chiseled six-pack. And then, you know, that's how we came up. But then there was a backlash after that. I was like, that's bullshit. Abs are not functional. I don't care if you have a six-pack. I can still knock you down. And that's true half the time, too. But in reality, you do use your abs every time you bend, flex. Extend, twist. Yes, and in reality, that that take your shirt off thing is a part of our culture. So, how do we talk about abs in a sensible way in terms of getting strong? But talk about them in a way of training appropriately and functionally. The other thing about this book, and one thing I really wanted to drive home, is abs should never replace a full body strength training program. You know, we need to squat, we need to push, we need to pull, we need to do all of these things. And these things are good for our abs too. You know what I mean? You could, you could get carved out of wood doing nothing but squats, push-ups, pull-ups, You know, and and maybe some bridge work for mobility and a couple other things here and there. But this is just in addition to that, and it's really just food for thought. And at the end of the day, anyone out there who says, do this exercise or that exercise, or this is the one way to do it, or this is the best food for this or that, they're all full of shit. Because (laughs) the truth is, everyone needs to experiment. They need to find what works for themselves. And there is no miracle workout. All these movements are the same. I don't care if you're a weightlifter. I don't care if you're a gymnast. Flexion is flexion. Extension is extension. The body is built the way the body is built. So no one is ever going to get lean or chiseled or carved in their midsection unless they're super lean. And getting super lean like that has nothing to do with your workouts. Sadly, it has to do with not eating so much. We live not in a place. Not eating
0: crap, <laughs> yeah.
1: Not eating crap nonstop all day. You can only
0: eat crap sometimes. You know, it's okay. You well, it's the balance. So you know, it's a balance. And, you know, you talk about this too all the time, which is great. And, I, you know, that's why I resonate, you know, with you so well. It's just like we're saying the same thing, you know. And it's like balance. It's got to have that balance. Whether it be in your workout, it's in your lifestyle, it's in your nutrition, it's everything. It's
1: know there's so much dogma there's so much this is right that is wrong there is no right and wrong in this thing you know i could talk to 10 experts and get 10 different answers on the same question you know so it's really about being informed it's about experimenting and it's really about using common sense Mm -hmm. over dogma or over compartmentalization
0: you know what i mean uh, just, and you brought up something earlier too there's just so much information out there and also misinformation and it's just you become so overwhelmed and it's just sometimes one of those things where you just gotta just say screw it all and just start and just do something right and figure out what works for you so just great and by the way I mean I always love you and your brother's books because the photos are uh. amazing <laughs> I'm very lucky because you sent me an advance copy so I got to see it. But I was like, oh, <laughs> I totally want a printed version of this so I can put it on, like, a coffee table. You know,
1: these books that Al and I do, you know, I've seen comments on the Internet about Diamond Cut and about some of these other books. And it's like whoever is responsible for the the visual layout and for the photos is a genius. Now, Derek Brigham, he's the one who does the graphic layout for it. But all those photos are mine and Al's. You know, <laughs> we photograph them ourselves. Um, the photos of Diamond Cut, all the craziest ones, were either photographed by Al or uh, my wife, Jan. We um, were a real do-it-yourself do kind of thing. My son took a couple of those photos. Um, yeah, That's, yeah. Great. Just, That's great to hear. We, we really do it is. all. We do the art direction. We do the photo editing. Um, we do 90% of the photography. And then the other people that did the bulk of the photography, uh, my buddy Jordan Pearlson, he's a blue man. He's the drummer in the blue man. He did a bunch of the photos in the book. And uh, it's really a a DIY kind of thing. We really keep it in the family with that type of thing. And that's why Al's books and my books have a real look to them. Because chances are, if you're seeing Al on the screen, it's me behind the shutter. Chances (laughs) are, if you're seeing me, it's Al behind the shutter. That's the truth.
0: Hey, are you still drumming? That's what I want to know, too. Ah. I mean, I
1: play drums. I don't do it as a career anymore, but yeah. I mean, I play in a band with my dad. Yeah. Uh, it's me and him and a guitar player. My dad cool. sings and plays guitar and writes the songs. And I play a little bit of uh, hand percussion, That's a little cool. bit of drums. And, yes, yeah, so we play about once
0: a month in New York and Brooklyn. That's cool, man. I
1: love yeah.
0: That. Well, hey, listen, you know, I really, I hope we get a chance to hook up together sometime in the flesh. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. I hope but, so. But I want to thank you so much for sitting down and talking to us a little bit again Danny the Trainer all no no hyphens no nothing in there Danny the Trainer we'll post the links in here Diamond Cut Abs is your new book Bye. it's a great looking book good, looking good <laughs> alright man I want to thank you again and uh, we'll get you on the show once more so thanks, thanks very much
1: Ryan I appreciate it alright bro. brother
0: you have a good one talk to you soon for more great info join us over at gmb.io And be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.